Hello and welcome to Is Riverdale Good, the weekly podcast where we recap each episode of Riverdale and explore ships, theories, casting news, official press, juicy off-screen rumors, and answer the question on everyone's mind, is Riverdale actually good? Chris, this episode of Riverdale was weird. It was weird. I'm Chris, and with me as always is my partner in life, love, and podcasting, Brittany. Hi. This week we're talking about Chapter 20, Tales from the Dark Side. So Tales from the Dark Side is kind of like a Twilight Zone type of show from like the late 80s. So it's a horror anthology series produced by noted horror filmmaker George A. Romero. I was like, I don't know who that is. Exploring the macabre, um, but uh, it always has a twist, you know, kind of like the Twilight Zone always has a twist. It was like a low budget, huge cult following thing. Uh, And then there was a movie that was released Hmm. also after this. Well, there you go. So that's kind of the deal there. It was like the original Twilight Zone, Stranger Things. Well, it's like the uh, original, not the The Twilight Zone. That was based off of exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I got it was you, the I got thing you. that was referencing all these things that was like weird. Yeah, in the late eighties. Makes sense. It's like, okay. Uh, so let's get into this episode. Okay. When we last left off, uh, the Black Hood uh, killed the Sugar Man. Yeah. Well, the Sugar Man was in jail. No big deal. All right. Cool. <laughs> Just like killed the kingpin of the drugs in the town. Like yeah. casual. You know, whatever. I mean, like good. All in a day's work in the Black Hood's life. Like, good job, sir. That's true. Proud of you. Of all the people he's <laughs> You've purifying. You've done it. Except for, like, guess what? Betty is the one who did it, not him. That is correct. Essentially. Uh, so this episode starts off with something we have never seen before. Uh, some scrolling text on the screen with, like, a grainy film effect what? applied like black to this. black screen. Like, right from the jump, you're like, wait. Skew me? What is this yeah. again? Uh, now, I will say, R.E.S. mentioned on Instagram that this was, like, like their Halloween episode. And I was like, y'all, it's almost December 1st. The time for your Halloween okay. episode is over. Because I was about to say, I don't remember a, a Halloween right, episode. exactly. Okay. So I didn't know if he meant it's similar to their quote unquote Halloween episode or this is like their Halloween episode. Like this yeah. was the Halloween episode essentially. Okay. So like it's a little late. I assume it's that's after what. after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. But I'm this like, is the, all right. <laughs> this is the Halloween episode we wanted to Right. Do. Apparently. And this would kind of fit for yeah, a Halloween this episode. did feel like a specifically this is a, a thematically different episode that does not fit with the normal feel of the episode so i will say it was interesting you know we've heard riverdale talked about as like a campy teen drama mm-hmm. to which i would agree right but this a, lo- a lot of the camp in this episode was different yes. like a lot of the camp from the earlier episodes is like still taken seriously within like the universe of the teenage-y. show. Right. And it's kind of teenage and it's like, like, like teen drama y. Yeah. Whereas this is like B horror flick right. kind of camp. This felt like which like something that Stranger Things was like based yeah, on. Yeah, kind of like alluding to that you know? 80s movie, cheap movie. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, which the is B like... movie is a great way to put it. Interesting. It's I don't know if it's a bad thing. I'll be curious what other people think of this. Yeah, I, I don't it know. It wasn't my favorite taste because I love, like I said, to me, I want every scene to be like the very first scene of the series. Right. When they're in Pops and it's super that, like, dramatic. but about music video feel. Yeah. To Twin Peaks feel. Exactly. Yeah. But I would agree on that like sometimes some stuff like this can be fun like in right. scream queens it worked really well and to be fair that kind of thing yeah and it is episode 20 so we're getting some mid-season experimentation i guess perhaps. that's a good point yeah and uh, chris did did had a good catch here i've never seen it but he realized this was basically essentially the same thing as the beginning of the texas chainsaw massacre film yeah i didn't this text screen yeah i had to look it up for sure but they use a lot of the same words like macabre, macabre and, and uh, oh it's a pity that the 
people involved were so young. They're so young, yeah. So and all this stuff. Google that one on so, YouTube. So yeah, the scrolling text is kind of just reading like we're looking back at the events. It's like this for the following is an account of the yeah. Black Hood murders that started in Riverdale. I'm like, okay, murders. right, but like we were what? Like, yeah. And the only reason does everyone die, and we're reading a history book right now? Like, come on! Yeah. Just to give it another shout out, the only reason I knew it was Texas Chainsaw was because, because of, of Scream Queens, Queens when they watched it in the yeah in this the class. Is, this is very much the kind of camp that like Scream Queens I think does, but it's still like yeah. not as serious as but Scream Queens. Queens was so good. It was so the first, the season, first season was, was so, good. so good. We didn't make it through the second yeah. season. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, let's clearly continue. there's a lot. So we've got the scrolling text intro, and we learned that like. Okay, and this was my other thing. So the last paragraph is like, this chapter of the story starts with the Black Hood leaving a note on, on Pop's door. Pop's door, and then we immediately cut to Sheriff Keller reading Sheriff the Keller note. reading the note at Pop's. Yeah. And when I saw that, I thought to myself, Hmm, I wonder if they shot this episode and they like lost some footage or something, and they had to do a creative workaround. Maybe. So they were like, Oh, we didn't have the shot of like. Sheriff Keller finding the note on Pops, so we had to use the scrolling text intro instead. I similar thing, but also I kind of thought like you could have just started the episode with him reading the note, and you mm -hmm. would have you would have yeah. automatically been like, oh wow, like this yeah. is so chaotic, and That's like we're true. just thrust in immediately, and like oh wow, I'm so off kilter, which is exactly what the Black Hood mm -hmm. kind of wanted. So it was a little weird to like have that intro and then do that when I was like, yeah, could've it would have been interesting it. if they didn't have any footage too. I feel like they could have just done a black screen and been like what is it sheriff or what is it yeah, Pop? what did you find and then it's like boom, cut to them reading that i don't know it's interesting i feel like there was a lot of that i was feeling during the episode where i was like were people's schedules not aligned and mm -hmm. that's why we had to but well and you don't want ever you don't ever want your audience to feel like oh they didn't have coverage yeah. So that's right. why they did it like this. Oh, yeah. Which, like, I think so. we and both worked in an industry and we both understand sometimes you don't have coverage and you yeah. have to make it work. Right. So, like, if that's what you did, like, good job. And sometimes that and can I'm produce sure, the best right. stuff. We exactly. Were we were just watching Broad an City. episode of Broad City yes. where they, like, were running, they ha they were using a car, a prop car, and it broke down on them. After they had shot for, like, you know, a couple minutes. And right. they were like, we were supposed to have it for the whole day. And they had to really improvise. And it was, they were like, we liked it so much better than what we were going to come up with. Yeah. And they had this great shot where they're walking down the street instead of driving. And when you think about it logically, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why? I guess they could be walking back to the back car. Back to the car. That's what I thought. But yeah, yeah exactly. But, you know, and then you hear but about it. They made it like, work oh, and you were like, no oh, way. I didn't even notice. Yeah. You didn't even never, notice. Never would have guessed. That's the thing. It's like, if you can do disguise it really well, that's right. great. But if you have people being like, this is kind of weird. Like, did they not have the footage for this? That's kind of a, a bad sign for me. And part of the other thing that makes me think that is that, spoiler alert, this episode is broken up into mm. three distinct storylines. Yes. Well, if you follow RAS on Instagram, you already knew that. Oh, I, <laughs> sorry. I missed that one. Yeah. Not checking my Instagram too much these days. Um, and... What's weird is that that's normally what you get in an episode right. of the show. It's really three stories just divided mm -hmm. among the entire episode. It's very strange to me that they compressed each one into its own thing. Yeah. That's a cool, it was a cool idea. That's true. And you kind of get the feel, you know how I always talk about in teen dramas where they usually throw like a party and that's how they get all the characters right. in the same room together. So this episode was just kind of lacking that main thing that everybody... Yeah got together for that's that true. makes they sense they kind of get together at you the know end, but like yeah it's still a little i mean no one was in the student lounge at the same time yep. it oh, was very sure. purposefully kept separate which was another reason why i was like were some people's schedules 
off. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I liked it, but I also, I was like, oh, they're all going to be three different stories. And like, they're all going to like interact and intertwine. I was expecting more, like, not like, I don't think Easter egg is the right term, but I was expecting mm-hmm. more little things like when Cheryl pushes by the guys in, yeah. in the hallway or like they all see each other at Pops at the end. I was expecting more things to more be peppered throughout where that where converge. they might converge. Yeah. And I was expecting it all to come together at the end where they would mm-hmm. all end up in the same place, mm-hmm. being working towards the same thing. Right, 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 right. I feel right. like I would have preferred that. Yeah. And they do end up in the same place. Right. But they're not but working they towards the same thing. they had nothing to do right. with each other. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. And they don't even really interact. I anyway. don't like when all my BBs are separate. I like them all to be friends. That's <laughs> what I'm Saying. Bring them all together. Yeah. That is what we love is when everybody's friends yeah, and helping so solve good. the murders of Riverdale. So anyway, okay. All right. Sheriff we'll Co- do it now. Yeah, exactly. Now that we've gotten all that out of the way, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to listen to the rest of the podcast. No, you. yes, you do. Just kidding. Uh, so Sheriff Keller's reading the note. Yes. The Black Hood is saying, people of Riverdale, the next 48 hours will be a test and I will be watching carefully. You know what? I feel like this episode was a reaction explicitly to our podcast last week when I was like, the Black Hood is weird and stupid now remember how we were like he's like no threat <laughs> yeah he's so exactly. annoying now all of a sudden it's like oh you were supposed to think that but now it's like oh wait he's not going away without a fight he's like yeah i'm, I'm gonna be watching and if everybody can be good for 48 hours i'm like spoiler alert, that's never gonna happen yeah, son exactly this is riverdale do you know where you are then he'll stop killing people mm-hmm. but if people every single person in the town can't keep <laughs> it together for 48 hours yeah then he's just gonna keep killing people yeah all it's right. like it's classic let's uh, see what happens oh wait we all know that's not going to fly they're just like okay is the black hood still here i guess we'll have him do this this week right you know? i know it's like kind of you just got to raise the stakes i guess i guess so yeah because uh, it seemed like he was like running scared after betty's phone call last week so now yeah. it's like okay and is next week the mid-season finale because it Probably. is for all the other shows so you know maybe what i forgot like, is the winter olympics are they gonna affect oh Riverdale? would they affect cw nbc i thought has the right yeah i don't know but oh, that's interesting. Sometimes they don't go up against the Olympics. They often just counter-program like stuff. Month. Right, exactly. Yeah. That Ugh. all TV just comes to a halt for an it's entire month. It's my least month favorite thing because about of Winter, the Winter Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. It's we'll have to see. Um, so, okay, we get to the scene that everyone who's been watching on Instagram yes. has been waiting for. Yeah, the scene they teased us with all yep. and over we Instagram said, today. We saw these pictures on Instagram, long. and we said, this is going to be a really short clip, and they're just teasing us and with it. And it was. That was very accurate. Bugheads in bed together, y'all. What up? Couple alert. So, Jughead's just, like, in a white tank top, and Buddy's in his shirt, and they're just, like... Sleep, they're talking snuggling. They're yeah snuggling, snuggling and talking clearly they woke up there together i was like hey. alice cooper doesn't have a problem with this like excuse me <laughs> yeah where is and then alice? i was like are they sleeping together we didn't get to see like any makeouts at all nope. like none nope like pretty much zero sorry not even close correct it was a bummer Yep. And I basically zoned out after that. So what else happened, Chris? Betty's torn up (laughs) about the sugar man dying. And she's like, how did the Black Hood get into the sheriff's station? Because my whole point was to save him by sending him and putting him through the justice system. Now he's dead and I'm conflicted about it. Whatever. And she's like, how did the Black Hood even get into the sheriff's station unless he... No, couldn't be. Well, as we know from the scenes, she has a theory about Sheriff Keller. Yeah, exactly. Which, as we said last week. But, like, to be fair, yeah, it makes sense. Like, hello. Yeah, but now that they said it in the preview, I'm like, definitely can't be Sheriff Keller. So it still could be Sheriff Keller. Okay. So then Jug gets a call from Penny Peabody. (laughs) No, Jug. FP told you not to answer. (laughs) That is correct. As as we saw in the scenes from previously on. Uh, Penny says, "Uh, I'm hungry. Meet me at Pops. I'm calling in the favor. You have me. Nope, 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 nope. 
makes the mistake of actually going no. to Pops and meeting with Doug, her. Literally, I said no from my couch. How didn't you not hear me? That is correct. I was there. <laughs> FP, uh, according to Penny Peabody, got in an accident with Quote the unquote, ghoulies accident. while he's in prison. He's in the infirmary. They messed up his face. The ghoulies want revenge. Not for the... Skeet's face. No. It's a very handsome oh, face. Oh, man. Uh, the ghoulies want revenge for the stunt that Archie pulled by calling the cops during the Come street on. race. Come uh, on. But here, you know what? I got you. I'm Penny Peabody, and I got your back. Just pick up this crate for me and drop it off in Greendale, and I'll get your dad an early release. Yeah, she's like, uh, he's like, well, what are we supposed to do? And she's like, we need to get a bunch of money because no one keeps people in jail right. that have money. I was like, it's okay. Like, okay. Except for Veronica's dad. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I'll use your cut from this transfer of quote-unquote mm-hmm. pancake, pancake mix. mix to help get your dad early release. I was like, JK, it's drugs. Yep. Also, you're going to need a car because the crate's not going to fit in your bike. Lest we forget, though, no one in this town can drive. They're all 15, Chris. Even though drugs drive. You hit the nail on the head. They're all sophomores (laughs) in high school. You've done it again. That is correct. (laughs) Uh, So then we get a title card showing that this is going to be three separate Archie, Ampersand, Jughead. Archie and Jughead. Okay. So that's when we get to the first moment where Cheryl shoves the yeah. name a more iconic duo apart so true uh jughead uh is talking to archie and he says listen man i need your help no questions asked and i need your car thank you yep archie's like mm, okay great cut they get the crate they load it up yeah cut. I, I they're do, in the car <laughs> yeah i do like how they're not wasting i know any they're time. like all right great we got the crate all right great we're in the car archie's like hey jughead did i ever tell you about my um <laughs> fantasy of us not going to college and moving to new york and you being a writer and me being a musician and living together in the east village and of course jughead's like i don't think the east village exists anymore (laughs) i was like okay and he's like where are betty and veronica in this scenario and he's like they're roommates living in park avenue uh he's like but seriously i'm really worried about you jughead like you're You're gonna gonna end end up up in jail jail if it keeps happening which was a very dramatic gear shift you could hear the gears of that conversation grinding yeah as he was like they're on park avenue but seriously <laughs> but actually i'm really worried about you bro yeah <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden you hear a pop and i'm like was that a gunshot nope it was just a flat tire yeah uh so they blow a tire uh of course there's no spare in the truck naturally because they're 15 jughead says they should call betty archie says no uh <laughs> he's like uh no then they're like oh, we'll oh let's call, call kevin because that's better because he's the yeah. sheriff's son exactly what? what i have no idea let's get him involved yeah and uh, it's like oh wait no it's fine here's a random stranger in a truck now let's yeah. just go with him uh that's totally legitimate archie's like oh we gotta i'm gonna stay behind we gotta tr- call triple c we gotta yeah. i was like triple c what <laughs> uh <laughs> this guy's like oh no i'll give you a ride i can only fit you one of you also don't look under that tarp yeah <laughs> i was like this is above board and totally fine. Yep. Jughead's like, you know what, Archie? We're cool from last week. It's fine. I'm going to go. I'm going to take this crate. Like, you've done enough. Yeah, you've done enough, Goodbye. Archie, he, like, pops into the truck with this guy and sees Archie fade away into the rearview mirror. And then the driver is this creepy <laughs> this man. random guy. Who literally is like, you know what? I thought your friend was old Jason Blossom. I was uh, like, what? Uh, and then he says, you never know what you're going to see driving to Greendale. What? And I'm like, I can assure you of one thing you won't see, sir, and that's Jason Blossom. He's murdered. He's dead. I mean, maybe Sabrina can bring people back to life. <gasps> Sabrina. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Zombie well, Jason, he lives. Yeah. Okay, we'll whatever. We'll get to some other stuff in a second. <laughs> Lol, uh, that was crazy. Title card, Then we Riverdale. have the title card, yep. And uh, so they're driving along, and there's a preacher on the radio <laughs> explaining how the Black Hood is doing God's work. They're literally like, yes, Black Hood, amazing, everything good. Yeah. And, it's like, uh, the, you know, it, there's nothing to fear if you're pure of heart, Chris. If you're not a sinner, you ain't gonna die. Okay. If you are a sinner, you're gonna die. Yeah, that's, that's what it says. That is, like, geez. Uh, I guess that is his, Nothing his that thesis statement people there. in evangelical religions like more than saying, well, if fire you listen to me, you're gonna die. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, so uh, the random guy who's giving the ride says, it all reminds me of the Riverdale Reaper. I'm like, really? Which, okay. Now we have another now we thing? Need, exa- that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, we got the Riverdale riots. We got the Riverdale <laughs> the Reaper. The Riverdale riots. Never how, forget. Hashtag never forget. How were people like, this was such an idyllic place when you had riots and reapers all over Everybody the place. Everybody just forgets and moves away. Or they have those men in black things that they get brainwashed. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Except for these random people. <sighs> Like pop and this other yeah what it's, anyway it's like people who are like I can't talk about it yeah that's it was true. so they, harrowing they just vowed to keep it yeah. a secret yeah. I'm surprised these aren't in like the town archives in the library or something you know that's I'm how sure they found they all are. the stuff in Vampire Diaries they just went to like they had a bunch of journals from the founders of the town they found all this stuff out yeah. anyway so always the way to go so Archie gets a tire from the tow truck nice and he's just about to drive will he off. go after Jughead yeah come on yeah but the the whole way we get to that sign so is that a random blood-covered deer a cgi deer let's be very real. cgi walks out of the woods and makes eye contact with Archie. and it's like yeah it was very there was scary. a lot of like like yeah intense like music jump things. scares yeah. but not quite jump fake scares. jump scares with music yeah yeah so it makes eye contact with archie and then walks it was off. so weird y'all very strange it's like okay so then jug and what the, is that symbolizing the guy giving him the ride stop at a gas station jughead looks under the tarp <sighs> it's a dead deer okay well that's not the worst thing we could have found under there preach he gets caught looking i was like damn it jughead come on man. why be a little more come on he literally looks covert. up looks under the tarp and like lingers for a long time and then the guy's like hey kid also i'm hungry let's go next door and get some food yeah jughead has some coffee this guy has like a beer and like a giant steak or something yeah he's know. like cutting gross. into they kept giving it the gross sound effects like, i know like, <laughs> yeah like it was the dead deer or something i Could was like be. okay what just trying to make him creepy yeah exactly um he's like listen i saw you look under the tarp like don't worry about it i have my permits i'm not a sicko like a black hood yeah and he's like but anyway let me tell you the story about the riverdale reaper <laughs> yeah. which he was like uh there was a little family living on the edge of town and a man with a shotgun oh not came. just anywhere chris fox forest oh where betty went to the abandoned house the black uh, hood made her find the present uh, yep it's the same house that's the best detail we've gotten so far yeah, in this episode I know. yeah all right, um, sorry. Continue the story. So he just killed uh, each member of the family with a shotgun one by one. Parents and two kids. I think I they think said. so. Yeah, mom and dad and yeah. two kids. Uh, and he says some people say a lynch mob got him. Some think he went to California and started worshiping the devil. As everyone in California does. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Sure. <laughs> and then some say he never left Riverdale. It's killing season now. Could be the same guy. I don't know. Whatever. Probably I'm just talking. Is. Probably just is. making conversation. Uh, you're paying for this meal. Yeah. <laughs> to which Jughead is like, I just gave you all the I money I had. Have eighteen dollars. Yeah. And he's like, Well, I'm not paying, and also I'm taking your crate. And Jughead's like, What? And the woman's like, Just kidding. None of you are leaving because I'm calling the police. Yeah. And they're both like, No, you can't call the police. And then, and then out of nowhere, Deus Ex Archina yep. uh, arrives. <laughs> oh just story in time of Riverdale's life to pay the bill. Do a Archina. He says. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he gets in there and he goes, I'll pay the bill. Do you take debit? Like, Whoa, oh, like Fred gave him a on. debit for emergencies. To be fair, that is the most 16-year-old thing I've it ever really heard. It really is, though, because you can't have a credit card. He's 15. I remember walking into McDonald's and being like, do you take debit to someone My before realizing God. that literally everyone, everyone takes, takes debit, debit cards. Yeah. You're asking if they will take your money at an yeah, establishment. Exactly. Yes, correct. they will take it. Uh, so the boys uh, get back into Archie's yeah. dad's truck. That guy leaves. Yeah. They get the crate. They put it back in the truck. It's all good. Uh, and they drop it off. In also, this... the guy before that was like, you're all sinners. You'll taste the Reaper's blade. Oh, yeah. It's like, ew, what? Uh, yeah. Weirdo. They were just making him weird. That's Stuff like a red herring. That's crazy. not even exactly. a thing. Exactly. Like, he's never going to come back, this guy. Nope. Going on record right now. Never going to see him again. <laughs> you're saying Unless that's he's dead. That's your prediction? Yes. I might take I might take the over on that. I think we might see him again because this show has a strange way of bringing back characters randomly when they need someone. I feel like he well, you know who I think they're going to bring back instead is the janitor that we meet later. Oh, in the episode. he's one thousand percent back. New suspect, not the to black spoil hood. it, but we met the black hood. <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's get we there. We met all the all three black hoods <laughs> today. Ooh, oh, interesting. But yeah, no, this guy. I feel like his only point was to tell them about the Riverdale Reaper. Mm-hmm. That's it. And give them a new it's lead. It's almost like he yeah. could have just been like a ghost in the night. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, someone 100%. that just like doesn't exist. Oh, that's, And they're like, oh, yeah. that guy gave you a ride? He died in 1947 yeah. or like something right. weird. That is you know? the weirdest thing about this whole episode. Like I feel like they could all wake up in the next episode and, and be it like, it was like, all a dream. Right. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. It's had a very weird feel. Even though they're dreams within the dream? I don't yes. know. Inception? What? Okay. So they drop the crate off in a big <laughs> warehouse Weirdly, the crate has uh, Miskatonic University via HP Lovecraft. So what? a little Google Miskatonic University is in HP Lovecraft stories. And it's like, what is it's that? a fictional Harvard. It's like a college oh, in Massachusetts okay. that's just like very elite. So is Riverdale in Massachusetts? <laughs> mm, are we getting closer remember. to the location of Riverdale? You know, I'm sorry. I got to start taking the notes so I can shout out the usernames of the people who do it. But somebody on the subreddit, did I show you this? Did a so. very detailed. Oh, they did. Uh, nice. Like, where is it? They ha- they found this mapping yes. tool where they were like, okay, so it's eight hours out of New York City. Stop. Here's all the places it could be. And they continue narrowing it down. These people until, are geniuses. I know. It was until great. they throw another thing in there that's like, not doesn't match with that exactly. at all. You know, this it's like no thing. one else is keeping track of this. It's like, we're fortunate that the show is so young because there's no like conflicting things. Right. Like soon that's enough, we'll worst. hear like, oh yeah, it's two hours to Ohio. And it's like, no, these two conflict. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So So the person who rolls in after they put the crate in, <laughs> literally, you guys, okay, you remember Mama Fratelli from The Goonies. Literally yes. looks exactly like this woman mixed with Edna Mode from The Incredibles. I can't think of a better way to describe with her. With a Russian accent. Yeah. Okay. And like What you tell, is happening? You tell me, because you're the expert here. Were those costumes bad? Like were that guy's weird cape was a little yeah. much for me and his Matrix glasses. The whole thing was super weird. I'm like, where are you people living? Like you live in Greendale? Yeah. And they're and What is up with Greendale? It's so weird that they're like Russian. Like what, what was in there? Doing? Like nuclear weapons? I know. I'm like, okay. Like I assume it's drugs. We all assume it's drugs. Right. We exactly. It's yeah. essentially confirmed it's drugs. Yep. So, you know, she's like, you're late in yeah. her Russian voice. And this guy like pops in and like flips this black cape and you see this giant gun. Yeah. And he has like weird Matrix glasses and she's got a weird hat on. Yeah. I was like, what is this? And, uh, She's like, okay, next time, don't be late. And Jughead's like, oh, no, there ain't going to be a next time. <laughs> this is a one-time no. thing. 
And she's like, um, that's not what I heard. Uh, the snake charmer told me that the Southside Serpents are joining with the ghoulies. I was like, that's not true. Uh, nope. And these are going to be regular deliveries. And there's nope. going to be a regular delivery boy. Nope. Who here is Jughead Jones? Raise your hand. And Jughead is like, how do you know my name? And she's like, aha, name. now I know who it is. <laughs> not like the leather jacket with the Southside Serpents couldn't have tipped me off. Exactly. I thought it was this other ginger in a white t-shirt looking as wholesome as can be. I also like how everybody in the show readily admits to what their name is. Right. I'm like, there, no. There was another great thing on the subreddit. You should have just been like, oh, he's sick. I'm Joaquin. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> exactly. That would have been a good idea. There was yeah. another great thing on the subreddit where it was like the sheriff talking to Reggie and Archie and was like, all right, what are your names, boys? And it was like, don't tell him, Archie. Oh and Archie's like, Reggie, no. And it's like, okay, so Archie okay. Reggie. Got it, got it, yeah, got it. Yeah, that's like accurate. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so. So basically it's time for FP to get out of jail to fix this correct. mess. Because like this has just gone too far, quite we honestly. You, I'm like, okay. We have never needed you more. How deep of a right hole can now. you possibly dig for this kid? Like, we get it. He's in a different world. It's a hard life out there. Like, yep. His dad was a, like, he's had a really shitty time. And that now you're true. making his life even worse. Yep. Come on. Correct. Oh, God. So the boys scram. They drive over to Pops. Yeah. Uh, and they have a little debrief there. Uh, Archie's like, we've all done bad things since the Black Hood walked mm. into this diner. It's like he's making us do them. Yeah. Uh, and then Jughead's like, what if the Riverdale Reaper is a lead? It is a lead, for sure. Yeah, Archie's calendar is full, and he's too busy <laughs> to sleuth tomorrow. Right, and Jughead's like, oh, we're not friendly friends. Yeah, and Jughead is like, uh, I'm gonna just going to go visit my dad in jail. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to try to get out of my new life, but right now I'm going to go visit FP. Yeah. Guess what? He goes to visit FP. Oh, guess what? There's nothing wrong with FP. Oh, He's fine. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. Color me shocked. Penny Peabody Penny lied. Penny Peabody lied to get what she wanted. Who would have I thought? wrote Jughead is dumb for not verifying the story beforehand. <laughs> I'm serious. You're right. You're like, right. He's just going to take this woman's word for it? For Come on. For someone who's an investigatory journalist. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, he you guys check literally solved a murder. Why you trust people? Especially someone that FP said, don't listen to her. Oh, my God. Yep. They're killing me right now. Yep. These... 15 year olds <laughs> and their naivete but anyway Jughead goes to yell at Penny because he's like hey you lied to me and she's like no I incentivized you also guess what now I have footage of you and Archie taking this crate into this place and now you have to do whatever I want yep he's like why that would break your dad's heart if I sent this to the sheriff why are you doing this and then why is she doing this Chris she says because FP made me a promise that he didn't keep and his debt is now yours was the promise that he would leave his wife and run away with Penny Peabody? Probably. Could be. Could be. That's a strong She kind of had that, like, harrowing look. Yeah. I don't know what it or is. Or does he just owe her money? Penny Who seems... Knows? Yeah, she seems like a deal maker, so I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, once she finds something that she wants more than revenge against FP, she the thing with Jughead will stop immediately. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She doesn't For care. Sure. She has no vested interest in that other than the fact that she wants to stick it to FP. Yeah, that's true. So if something better comes along, she'll drop this immediately. Be interesting to see if Penny Penny Peabody was related to the Black Hood, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Mm. Well, roll the credits on that story, because guess what? Now it's time for <laughs> Josie's story. Which nice. let me just say, it's cool that I'm Josie. I'm glad that gets Josie a has a story. story. Yeah, Hello. Exactly. Not enough like, of her this season. Happy to see that for yeah. sure. So once upon a time, Josie was practicing <laughs> piano late at night in the school's practice room when Janitor Svenson just, just a really creepy janitor, Mr. Svenson. Yep. Interrupts and walks JK, they're in. friends. He's not creepy. Yeah, he's but isn't he? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. He's a little creepy. Uh so 
uh, he lets her stay late on the reg. It seems like he's exactly. kind of like, oh, you still here? And she's like, yeah, I'm just gonna. He's like, I'm locking up, and she's like, I'm just gonna slip out the side door. Yeah, he's like, okay, just don't tell Principal Weatherby because like he'll have I'll be in head. trouble. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. We learned that Josie has been slipping out the black door. She's been staying here and practicing. And then I wrote in my notes, in parentheses, this guy is probably the black hood. No, but actually, because, as soon as a new person comes on, you're like, oh, they gave you yeah. a line? Who are you? But also, he fits the description. Yes, he does. He's an old white dude. He overhears everything at the school. Yep. He's probably sick of, like, these kids causing problems for themselves and other people. And we know nothing about him. Exactly. Perfect The fit. perfect scapegoat for Black Hood. Yeah. I see you. So Where Josie's you walking down the hall when she hears something go bump in the night. Mm. Uh, but it's, you know, but it's nothing. nothing happens. Jump cut. She's home. Yep. Uh, she gets there and Mayor McCoy chides her for getting home so late. Mm. She want, They're now so staying. Home is, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. home is now the five seasons. Exactly. They've moved there because Mayor McCoy does not feel safe at her own home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, listen, I don't want you out there with all that chaos going on. You got to get home before dark now. Preach. So, okay. Uh, then we get to Josie and Cheryl in the hall. Uh, Josie is feeling, you know, kind of guilty about... Working on songs without the pussycats. And Cheryl's like, listen, you're allowed to feel guilty up to a point, but I sent somebody the tape of them singing that milkshake song. I remember that, y'all. That was amazing. On the roof of Pops. Yeah. And she's like, I got a studio time with this producer. It's really great. Don't feel that guilty. Josie opens up her locker. There's a teddy bear that says, I'll be watching you. Cheryl's like, maybe it's the Black Hood. Ha 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 ha. You know how I'd like to leave notes. And it's apparently the third gift she's gotten this week from Ooh. a secret admirer. It's a lot of gifts. That's a lot. Eek. So she's rehearsing again. Enter Chuck. Remember, y'all remember Chuck, Chuck? Remember Chuck? He's in the previously on. Is and this the mo- is this the first time we've seen Chuck since the season end one? of season one? I think didn't so. he pop up again? Well, yeah, he came back and Betty like freaked out because he apologized to Ethel at the table. Remember? Didn't he pop up again in this season? He probably did. Yeah, I don't remember. He's literally terrible. Every time he pops up, I black it out because I hate him. Fair. Um, he's like, "Hey, Josie, let me try to ask you out," and she's like, "No, nope. are you serious right now? You're misogynistic and terrible and crazy. I hate you. I'm not going out with you. Goodbye." Yep. Cut to her in class. And she's like, Cheryl, ew, Chuck Clayton asked me out. Cheryl goes, literally, no. Like, yeah. you better have said no. And she's like, yes, of course I did. She's like, listen, do you want to practice after after school? And she's <laughs> like, I can't practice with you after school. I have to, like, do a steam. And she's like, but we have to practice. She's like, oh, my God, stop being so controlling. You're just like my mom. And she's yeah. like, listen, I'll never be able to repay you for the debt of you saving me from Nick St. Creature. Lol. Good, good um, And she's like, but if I'm being really, like, you know, if I'm overextending and you're like stressed yeah. out, I can take a step she's back like, if I'm you're overwhelmed. To, trying to pay you back, yeah. but I, I'm okay with she's stepping like, back. No, <laughs> no, no, please give okay. me that, that studio. Yeah, time. right. I'm like, yeah, like, you want the solo career. Let's Fair. be real. Yeah. Uh, so then, speaking of, we go into the locker room where Josie is doing her steam to relax her uh, vocal cords, and the pussycats ambush her. Ooh, no. Uh, she's, Someone left a note in their locker telling them that she was leaving them to go solo. Bum, bum, bum. And they were like, okay, go ahead and be a solo diva. We're out. And she's like, hey, this opportunity just fell in my lap. No, 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 no. You're on your own now, Josie. Josie does say it's not as black and white as this, yeah. which is like a very big feature in the season of Riverdale. Yeah, it's like, are true. people really doing bad things or everything's in a gray area? Good point. Good question. She just calls it out right here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they say pride cometh before the fall, Josie. Uh, and she goes to leave. When she hears the footsteps in the hall again. No. So she's running out the hall and she bumps into Chuck. 
Ew. As she's trying to leave. Yeah, what is he doing there? Great question. I don't know. Probably creeping outside the steam room like a creeper. Probably. She's like, listen, can you give me a ride home? Because she's really freaked out. And he's like, yeah, we have to make a stop first. Because he literally doesn't care what women want and won't listen to them at all. He essentially hijacks her when she's trying to be safe and take a ride home and makes her go on a date with him to Pops. We learn in the next How scene charming that he's of him. trying to be a good person, but like, that's not a good start, bro. No, like, take her home, psycho. dates is not a good start. Also, a way to lay low after being suspended from school um, from doing all this disgusting stuff is not to try to start dating again. Yeah. It's literally to like, just chill out. Take a break, man. Become, just like tap out, Chuck. Learn to love yourself first. That's what I'm saying. Other guys are surviving high school by not dating anyone. Yeah. You can go a little while before you try to ask out somebody. True. You know no one's gonna gonna want to go. It's true. Stop. So they're at Pops, and uh, Josie is saying, "Don't give me that we're on a date look." And uh, Chuck says, "Listen, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm going to church. I'm taking art classes. I want to draw comics or kids books. What? Okay. Here's uh, what I have to say about that. That's really great that you're trying to be a better person. Um, just not for me right now. Yeah. Appreciate you reaching out. Yep." I'm a pass. Goodbye. Yeah. That, that, that's it. That sounds like a I'm like, you know what? Response. That's really great. And everybody wants people who have, you know, been wrong in the past and been misogynistic to see the light and be like, oh, wow, I did something really bad and I apologize and I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm really working on being a better person. That doesn't mean everybody automatically has to believe that or trust you or like you again. That yeah. just means you're growing as a person. And some people may be able to forgive you for yeah. the crappy stuff you've done before. Let time that heal. No one wounds. deserves, you don't deserve anyone's forgiveness. Yeah. Just I mean, because now you're going to church. That's true. It'll be interesting that's what I have to, to see say if about they that. really try to resurrect Chucked in this season. I don't know. Listen, they did it. difficult. Well, Steve Harrington yep. was not as terrible as Chuck at all, ever. Oh, really? They did it with Steve in Stranger Things in season two. I haven't seen Stranger Things. Steve was never as bad as Chuck. Interesting. Okay. Yes ever not even close well we'll see what happens uh so out of nowhere pop says oh it was nice seeing you at church chuck maybe you can get josie to come (laughs) josie goes what 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 (laughs) takes her totally by surprise and he's like i did not plan you expect me to believe mayor mccoy does not make josie sing in the church choir come on you know what surprises me as the mayor that she doesn't have her daughter there for optics you make a good point you You know a good point yeah um so uh, he says, I didn't plan that. I'm good, but I'm not that good. Okay. He probably threatened Pops in the back. <laughs> Listen, I don't like him and I'm never going to like him. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and then he asks Josie to dance and they do the twist in a very Pulp Fiction style on Hated the floor. Hated everything about it. But then it gets... Except uh, for how amazing Josie is. I mean, fair. But then they get a little little closer there dancing and out Oops. of nowhere, Mayor McCoy storms in and says, Josie, you're a damn fool. I like that. Yeah, me too. Speaking the I words mean, of, kind of my soul. Right yeah. And uh, then he's like, oh, just giving her a ride home. And she's like, oh, you over there are not going to come within 10 feet of my daughter. Goodbye. Also, Sheriff Keller was just like lurking in the background yeah. for backup. <laughs> she's like, to be I'm fair, she's too. like, I've been calling you for hours. Yeah, I've been texting you a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, you know. So they go back. Sheriff Keller is there. Mayor McCoy is there. And she's like, listen, um, the hate mail that we got when I was running for mayor has escalated. It has gotten worse since the Black Hood has, you know, come out and been a, been a person in the public sphere. She's like, I'm starting to get death threats. People are saying they want to slit my throat. People are saying they want to cut up my heart. The last letter mentioned you. 
And Josie was like, what? And then Sheriff Keller is like, this is why I'm here. Hello. Have you received any suspicious or threatening letters? <laughs> like in your locker or Like perhaps something. like something that said I'll be watching you. Teddy bears. Maybe. I don't know. Anything? Something that sounded like that uh, every breath you take song. <laughs> it's not romantic. It's creepy. Um... And she's like, oh, no, no, nothing like that. No, I haven't. I was like, okay, that's a lie. Great. Yep. Check. Fantastic. And uh, Mary McCoy says, I tried to shield you from this kind of hatred. Good luck. That's why I care so much. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. She tells Cheryl what happened at school the next day. And she's like, this town is seriously ill. It's like, yeah. so true. And she's like, also, what are you doing on a, going on a date with Chuck? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? And she's like, listen, he's trying to change. And she's like, well, did you tell Sheriff Keller that he's low-key stalking you? And then guess who overhears that? Mr. Svensson. Hmm, He's there looking in the background. Is he a red herring also? At this point, we're so hyper aware of anyone that could possibly be the Black Hood. Well, that it's so easy that it could be someone like that or it could just easily not be. You quick, know? Quick tangent. Do you think they knew slash know who the Black Hood is How from the beginning? You know what? Probably not. Right. I feel... They changed the entire season finale of last season. Right. And I feel like this is one of those things where they were like, we're going to do leave it. Leave it open. And we're going to leave it open. And we're going to be... Mm. And, and this is one of the things we talked about is like, I think one of the questions for this show I don't was, mind leaving it open as long as it makes sense at the end. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's... In my eyes, there are two kinds of shows. There are shows that are completely plotted out and it's one big story divided in episodes and there are... Mm-hmm. Uh, episode of the week shows where you never really know what's coming and it's just always an adventure and it does all kind of tie together but it's much more loose and like you do stuff like start serial killers and not know who they're going to be right and i don't i think this will really hinge on who it is but i'm definitely leaning toward they don't know who the black hood is right now or they didn't know when they were writing this episode and so it could be right. him or it could be a red herring because we don't know because they don't know. You right. Know? That's a good point. So it's like, That's a good point. Don't They're be, just kind of don't throwing be in too stuff. focused on yeah. figuring out who it is because like <sighs> it's going to be a Scooby-Doo episode and they're going to be like, it's old man. I really want. Yeah, right. I really want to get to Chick Betty's brother. Yeah. I really want to get to that story. Me too. Chick, Chick. I don't know. It's Chick. It is Chick. I heard on Insta story. Oh, thanks. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, okay. So, uh. They walk, Cheryl and Josie walk into the practice room, mm-hmm. and Josie has a little present sitting on her piano stool. Get out of here. And it's a little drawing of Josie that looking says- Looking cute. Looking good. Yeah, it's a good drawing. But it says, if I can't have you, no one can. That's- Uh-oh. Not okay. Not what you ever want to see on a drawing. Also, Cheryl's like, what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the what's box? What's in the box? I was like, it's too small to be a human head. <laughs> Thank Don't worry. But- <laughs> It's just a cutout heart. Yeah, from like, like a, a goat, goat or, or a pig. pig or something. Yeah. A creepy heart. Super gross and disgusting. Awesome. So they storm into the student lounge where Love. Cheryl confronts Chuck. Love. And is like, hey, this thing that you're doing is my girl and Josie. Terrible. Stop. Yeah, please stop. And Josie's like, I can't believe you left me a pig's heart. What is wrong with you? And he's like, what? I didn't do that. Yep. And Cheryl's and the jam- like, if we didn't know the Black Hood was an old white guy, I would bet it's you. And then Mr. Svensson is just in there. He's just chilling. And he's like, is there a problem here? Yet again, I'm very confused. It's a student lounge for what students. What is he doing? Is there not a janitor lounge and he has to use the student lounge? I'm just saying. He's Matt Damon, Chris. 
<laughs> in goodwill hunting. Or is he like the janitor from Breakfast Club, who's like, I am the eyes and ears of this institution, my I think, friends. I think that was probably more likely. All I'm thinking of is the One Bones episode where Brennan goes back to her high school reunion and the janitor was her friend and it was a really creepy <laughs> man who like oh, taught no. her all the things she knew about like... <laughs> Bones. bones and stuff like he was like a taxidermist like you know he was just like a really uh-huh. creepy old janitor that, that everyone just was freaked out like, by have this yes. knowledge that apply and they were like best friends and she <laughs> and they were oh into these like macabre like dead animals oh and stuff gosh. together and booth went back with her and they were undercover and he was like who is this guy this guy's so creepy but he was like the sweetest man but of course there's a murder while they're back there so the suspicions fall on the janitor again it wasn't him of course but yeah he was creepy as hell but that's he was actually funny. very nice just to her oh much. my gosh that's he was hilarious. still very creepy i'd watch that episode Spencer is giving me that vibe yeah fair enough that's yeah. a good point so basically uh he's like hey josie is this guy bothering you and josie's like yes yeah, this guy is the guy who's been bothering me so the janitor drags, drags him away to the principal's office like that and then you know sheriff keller is back with mayor mccoy and josie back at the and he's seasons. like all right um chuck's gonna stay away from you from now on but also we didn't find any evidence that he mm-hmm. did this and Mayor McCoy's like, well, if Josie said it's him, then it's him. I was like, mm, that's not the appropriate yeah, response. It's like, yes, please continue to look into ooh, this. Literally the definition of abuse yeah. of power, but okay. So Josie goes back to rehearsing. Mm-hmm. She's singing a song about spooky love. All of a sudden, there's a figure behind her, Chris. Uh-oh. It's the Black Hood. Uh-oh. He's in the same clothes now, as literally always. As soon as I saw the person walk in, I said, well, you know what? We can't kill Josie because she's Josie. She's too close to the center of the story. This is not Game of Thrones. We're not gonna I guess that, mm, that's true. Uh, he has a knife. He slits Uh-oh. her throat. Whoa. Oh my god! Oh, they it did is Game of her. Thrones. It is Game of Thrones, yep. Chris. This is the red oh, rehearsal wedding. Gosh. Just kidding. It was a dream. She's oh, waking up yeah, and she's okay, trying to scream, but she can't because her voice is gone. Like drama. Yeah. What if she had actually been woken up because someone slit her throat? <laughs> that would, you know yeah that what would be very, she was like dreaming it while it was happening it'd be a very interesting twist to put in one of these shows like she wakes up and it actually happened to her happen, and yeah. then she wakes up a second time i've seen those where it's like people yeah, wake up true. from the dream that's and they're fair. like oh wow that was a crazy dream and then it's those kind of crack me up yeah. those are kind of good uh so then we cut to cheryl listening to music and the song that josie was practicing yep and drawing a picture of her and Josie together that looks suspiciously like. Does it look like it? I need to like see them side by side. I feel like yes. I feel like that's such a crappy thing for Cheryl to do. She loves Josie. That's oh, her best I know. friend. But is she like trying to protect she do that? her from Chuck? Probably, which trying is to the right Chuck move. Over? Correct, which is also the right move. I don't, I don't know if she would use her friendship with Josie to do something like that. Right. You know? I don't That know doesn't either. seem like Cheryl. Also. She does a lot of bad stuff, but that doesn't seem like something she would do. Question. Cheryl, Josie, love interest? Maybe. There's a little flirtation going on here. There's always been It's the middle of season stuff. two. It's about the time to have a same-sex right. relationship, I would right. say. Other, other than Kevin. I don't know. Excuse me. That's true. Uh, Kevin's been pretty dormant recently now that he stopped cruising. Kevin Keller. Kevin, more. Where is he? More Kevin. <laughs> So anyway, then we cut to Bughead and Bed again. We're yes. back. Yes. Uh, yeah, back for another 10 <laughs> seconds. The same 10 seconds. Yep. Another tease, ladies and gentlemen. And because now it's Betty's POV. Yes. So she's like, you know, remember she had the idea about Sheriff Kellen. She's like, it couldn't be. And then Jughead takes the phone call. He walks out of frame. Betty sits up in Jughead's shirt and is like, hmm. hmm. Betty and Veronica title card. I was like, this should have been yeah. the whole episode. Yeah, this is the one you've been waiting for. Yeah. Folks. So speaking of Kevin, he's like, listen, guys. 
talking to Veronica, uh, that his dad is really stressed out about the Black Hood. He's not sleeping. He's not eating. He's talking to himself, and he's leaving in the middle of the night, and he doesn't know what's happening. He's a different person. Yeah, he's a different person. Later at the Blue and Gold, Veronica's like, okay, I think we all know what's going on here. And Betty's like, thank God you you see it too. He's the Black Hood, and Veronica's like, he's having an affair. And yep. they're both like, what? What? Why? And I was like, why has this not been the whole episode? Yes, Again, this was you. amazing. This is They're the best part of the show. I'm obsessed with them. She's like, listen, I'm going to prove, Veronica's like, I'm going to prove that I'm right uh, he's definitely having an affair. Come on. And Betty's like, but how did the Black Hood get into the jail, Veronica? And she's like, I don't know. Calm down. Like, I like geez. I like Veronica's rationale. He, she said his wife's away. He's yeah. failing at his job. He's looking for comfort. Mm-hmm. She's smart. Like, All right, she's yeah. smart. She knows what's up. Her intuition was I mean, that's what her, her mom did with yeah. Fred Andrews. You're, it's the same kind wrong. of thing. Yeah. So Veronica does naturally what anyone would do. She invites herself to a sleepover at Kevin's house. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Betty does whatever Betty would do, and she interviews Sheriff Keller about the Black Hood murder. Uh-huh. And he is all of a sudden, we just show everyone evidence in this town, and nothing is in an active investigation, so we can share everything. He's like, yep. Look, here are some photos of the forced entry of the Black Hood who forced his way into here while the night guard was sleeping and I was away, and he shot the Black Hood. You know what? Let's take a little field trip. Here, let's walk down to where the murder took place. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, this is crazy. And he's like, oh, I can't believe this happened under my watch. And I'm I was very like, what angry. are you doing? Yeah. So that happened. Yep. That happened. That happened. And then we go to Kevin's room where Veronica is already at the sleepover. Like that. And Kevin is explaining uh, <laughs> Cones of Dunshire Lol. or whatever nerdy game. I wrote game. nerdy game. I've never seen Veronica be more Veronica? befuddled or disgusted by something than she was at this board game played with army men. Poor Kevin. And random dice. He probably was like, oh, we're really friends so I can share my other interests. Yeah, exactly. Which is like this game where you roll a six and you go into like the magic Kev. castle or whatever. I will always play that game. Kev- don't even he just needs someone he needs a boyfriend yeah it's true uh so (laughs) veronica stands up she says hey i'm getting a bevy do you want oh my god amazing uh and he's like yeah milk please i mean all right classic choice so betty calls veronica on the phone and it's like a split screen yeah it's a split screen phone call and uh, Veronica's like, yes, I'm snooping uh, to find out if he's having an affair. And she's like, well, at least also look for evidence that he's yes. the Black Hood. She's like, start in the home office. And she's like, okay. She tries the door and she's like, it's locked. And no, I don't have a bobby pin. <laughs> like, she knows the next question. Yep. So she's like, okay, well, Betty's like, go go down to the basement and look down there. And she's like, ew, what? No, it's creepy and weird down there. And she's like, go. And she's like, okay, geez. You hear all this going down the stairs, you know. You hear a lot of, like, weird grunting sounds. And you're oh, like, what? Is Sheriff oh Keller, like, murdering someone right now? Yeah. No, he's just working out shirtless. You know, as you do. He's built. In your Hello? Own. He is built. Uh, body with also- a body. <laughs> Looking especially <laughs> dilfy today, as Cheryl Blossom would say. Yes, indeed. Right? She, w- she, she probably prepared for this for like the whole summer. They were probably like, yeah. we're going to give you a shirtless scene in a year and a half. Start preparing. And he's like, two a days. I'm going right, right now. I know. Oh. oh, my God. Also, it was like really awkwardly sexually charged. It really was. Down there. Okay. Now in I, the basement. Let's get through this because I've got a theory about that. So okay. uh, he turns around. He's like, oh, Veronica, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, uh, I was looking for, you know, something to drink because the fridge upstairs is empty. He's like, oh, I've got one right here. Pulls a, a Pepsi out of the fridge or whatever. A glass bottle of diet soda. Yeah, what? exactly. And so Veronica starts getting flirty. She's like, I didn't know you worked out so much watch out archie andrews and he's like (laughs) go ahead go ahead because i know you love this part (laughs) 
I'll say it, but you got to say what you told me. He says, I don't do it for vanity. I do it for discipline and for the job or whatever. I love how he literally knows that Archie does it for vanity is what I said. Yeah, exactly. I was like, he's essentially being like, yeah, your boyfriend only cares about how he looks, but I'm really manly. I care about being actually strong and disciplined, you know. He's like, I actually need to look like this. I care because it requires commitment. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Dang, Sheriff Keller. Uh, And then out of Coming out hot. (laughs) Jeez. <laughs> Out of nowhere, Veronica goes, it must get really hard. Dot, 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 Like dot, the dot. longest ellipse ever without Mrs. Keller, she says. Like, yeah. I have not seen he, an ellipse she goes, that long No, she goes, it time. must be, get super hard with all the pressure. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Without yeah. Mrs. Keller. Yeah, that's it. Just enough to make him be like, oh, I thought the wrong thing. I feel weird. Yeah, you know? exactly. Trying to throw him off a little bit. Yep. Uh, and so then they're having this conversation. She, oh, Mrs. Keller is stationed at a naval base. Because oh, yeah. In That's where she's Bahrain. Because the whole time we're like, where is she? That's yeah. where she is. Uh, and so. She's then, like, how do you cope? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. V. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, my goodness. The salt and pepper hair. It's just getting I to mean, her. that's fair. Uh, what are you going to do? So out of nowhere, uh, Kevin interrupts <laughs> with his glass of milk. Kevin. And he's like, hello? <laughs> he's like, wake up. What are you doing down here? Okay. So he's here. Like, oh, hey, kid. Obviously, that's a very weird scene. But here's my theory about this. We need to prove that uh, Sheriff Keller is actually a sexual character. Wait, that is that this episode. Right. That that's it, what we correct. need here. Yes. And we need it for a scene we're about to get to. But we need it to prove that he's not just... Kevin's dad, that he's not a two-dimensional character yes, that does that's not That's a good have point. They're giving him more of a story. They yeah. gave him a your wife's away backstory. Right. And so this whole thing you know? with Veronica attracted to him, it's plausible in this universe right. that another person could be attracted to him. Yeah, and I called it in the beginning of the episode, but I'll wait until the end. What? Okay. To reveal who Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You called it right off the bat. Surprise. So then um, we're in Kevin's room. Everybody's asleep, or so we think, because Veronica sees Sheriff Keller pull out of the driveway at 4 a.m. Cut to uh, the next day at Pops. We're there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Betty is convinced that he is the Black Hood because 4 a.m. is the same time a jingle jangle addict was killed. By some train tracks. Right. Like, they found him near the train yeah. tracks. And she's Veronica's like. Veronica's like, or he stumbled in front of it. And Betty's like, or he was pushed in front of it by Sheriff Keller. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Then she says the most applicable thing ever where she's like, let's not confuse wanting a solution to the mystery for what's actually the solution. Correct. And Betty's like, oh, you're right. But also, I think it's him. And then weirdly, Betty is like, why does he have all the locked doors in his house? She says Oh, because you're dad stole evidence yeah like, exactly three months ago i was about to say as if he hadn't had evidence home. stolen before Hello. yeah um yeah <laughs> but exactly. anyway let's get into that evidence shall we but he goes into the house when sheriff killers left uses her bobby pin to get into the home office he's his investigative murder board with like sinner greed envy lust yeah. sloth written all over it she looks all shocked i'm like don't act like okay, you've Betty, never seen a murder board before a murder board like this is not that that crazy um I mean, it doesn't look like a your next no. board. It looks no. like a an investigative board. Yeah. And she like you know opens all the cl- all the drawers and finds the black hood. Oh what? And then Keller comes back and is like, Betty, what? What Cut are you doing here? Down at the station, Sheriff Keller called Hal, and Hal and Betty are sitting in Sheriff Keller's office, and Hal is like, Betty is in trouble. I'm so sorry. This is terrible. To be fair, wouldn't you rather deal with Hal than Alice Cooper? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Because <laughs> how's the Black Hood? Good point. I think 
after seeing this episode, Hal and Sheriff Keller are working together. Cahoots. Cahoots. <laughs> Hashtag cahoots. How to get away uh, with murder. I'm still banking on a rando. Yeah, you're right. I feel like now it's been I'm just throwing out stuff at this point. I feel you. Yeah. Because here's why I think that. All of a sudden, you know, Hal's like, I can't believe she thought you were the Black Hood. That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, it is. Here, buddy, look at this, you know, my logs. Here's where I was uh, mm-hmm. during every single murder time. I have an alibi. Yep. And I was like, do you? I know. Or are you working with someone? Also, is it handwritten logs? Also, right. I'm like, your logs that you said where you were? Okay. Yeah. I don't take that multi- as a fact. Like, is this aren't when really your key cards swiped in? You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, that, that did not sit right with me. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I that's fair. That's I, I had the same feeling and too. And then he kind of guilts. Betty into feeling bad about it, but he's like, listen, I'm not going to tell Kevin about this because you guys have been friends for a long time. This, I think, would really break his heart. So that's effectively a good way to say, we're closing the door on me Yeah, right now. Yeah, it's true. Which yeah. puts him, think he thinks puts him above suspicion, but not for me. Still suspicious. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so then we uh, have another phone call where Betty still thinks... Another split sp- split screen phone call. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Betty yeah. still thinks he's hiding something. Yeah. And Veronica's like, all right, I'm in. But to keep you in check, Preach. Betty. Preach. So they stake out his house. Fantastic. They're waiting outside in the car. Also, does she have her driver's license? I'm like, where do you get this car? I don't know. No, no. Sorry, I thought I thought for some reason someone had another mode of transportation that might have been legal for them to drive. They, they do not. And I realized that no one had a moped because I was right. getting it confused with another show that I'm too embarrassed to admit which one it was. Anyway, huh. uh, then so they trail Sheriff Keller when he leaves, and they find it's that to like he, a seedy motel. He ends up at the Shady Palms Hotel, Ooh. a location that every teen drama has a shady hotel yes, for people do. to do shady things in. The OC has one. Yep. So they he gets out and he gets this like black leather bag out of his trunk, <laughs> and Betty's like, "It's his murder bag. It's his kill kit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. And they're like, it's going to happen. And oh, my God. Like, should we call the police? I was like, he is the police. What are you talking about? Yeah. So they, like, you know, creep up behind some bushes to see what he's doing. He, like, knocks on the door. The door opens. He greets somebody with a smile. She steps out and kisses him. And it's none other than Mayor McCoy. What? Called her earlier this episode. Yeah, he did. As soon as they were talking in Mayor They McCoy's made eye contact for too room. long. Yeah, it was like there's something going on It was on very here. clear. Mm. Yeah, so V was right all wrong. I wrote sexy. Yeah. Hey. I wrote girls are shook. Yeah, they were like, what? Yeah. They went back to Pops and they were like, okay, the list of sinners keeps expanding. Because you know what? That's true. Like the yeah. sheriff of the town is now she's married. He's also married. Lest we forget what oh, Fred Andrews man. was shot over. Adultery. It's all happening. Yep. Jeez. Uh, Do you think the Black Hood did this challenge so they would find more people that are sinning? Hmm. Like Betty would? It's an interesting Because don't you think he thought that she's going to try to find him so she would find out about Sheriff Keller and all this stuff? Yeah, maybe. Is he using this as a way to show her how bad the town really is so he can recruit her? Hmm. That's an interesting idea. I don't hate that. You know? Yeah, I could see that for sure. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, the list of sinners is expanding. Uh, (laughs) The boys walk in, but they're like, ah, let's not invite them over. It looks like they're having a bro-ment. An intense bro-ment. Ha-ha. Because uh, God forbid, men can't have anything together without putting the word bro in That's true. Of it. It's funny, but it's also like kind of sad. It is. It's very sad, actually. What is it? Like 
throw manicures or pedicures or something. I, I can't know. manicures in all caps. I'm like, you guys can get your nails cleaned if you want. It is a little bit interesting. <laughs> Go that ahead. Putting bro before something has sort of become the new no homo. Like it's no longer you know fashionable right. to say no homo, but the meaning's kind of the same. That's the same thing. It's yeah. like, oh, it's just a bro man. Like they're yeah. just, bros. just bros. They might be being emotional, but like it's because their <laughs> yeah. bro friendships are cool now. Exactly. They I'm could, like, they, they they're just have friendships. A purely masculine just a friendship. affection for each <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah, exactly. Which, to be fair, Archie and Jughead do have with each oh, other. They've had yeah, a lot absolutely. of good like brothers conversations, oh, which yeah. I really like. I think. So, yeah, I think this was just a. That's funny the best way to say it, is to actually thing, you know? say you're my brother and not yeah. like we're bros. Um, anyway, Veronica says about this whole situation with the sheriff and the mayor. Uh, I think this is one of those secrets mm. we keep for Kevin. Let him keep thinking yeah. his dad is a good guy. Is yeah, his dad not why a good would guy? You... I guess not. Now that he's having it's an affair, Mary. yeah, yeah. I don't know, but and, we, but and but we what? don't know what kind of agreement he has with his wife. Hey, they could have an understanding. That's true. We don't know. They could have an open relationship, and it does make it worse though because it's like at least with Fred and Hermione. Well, he was Fred divorced. was broken up. Yeah, yeah they were they separated, were separated. If not legally divorced. Yeah, so. <laughs> Mm. We get a couple seconds of intercut. Gray areas always. Yes. Well, yeah, and her husband's on the road all the time. It doesn't seem like they have a good relationship. Yeah, that too. That doesn't justify you get to cheat with somebody oh, just no. because you don't have a good relationship. Yeah, Maybe you should just uh, end your relationship. That's true. Just keep everybody in the loop, okay? That's you, what I'm saying. And it just say so. That's literally it. Uh, so basically, everybody's back at Pops. Then we see, yep. you know, Josie and Cheryl are in the back booth. And Cheryl's like, there, there, drink your tea, Josie, because her throat's still sore from freaking out about that nightmare. Jughead goes to visit his dad. Remember, he's like, okay, goodbye. The the phone rings again. Pop Tate answers. He's like, oh, where's Pop Tate's? Hello, it's me, Pop. (laughs) I'm like, Pop, you're amazing. More of you, please. And guess what? It was the Black Hood. Pop just stands up and is like, that was him. And everyone's like, what? In that (laughs) ominous way that Pop (laughs) does, yeah. Everyone's like, it's happening, the prophecy. (laughs) Uh, He's like, that was him, the Black Hood. He says, we failed his test. He says, we're all sinners. I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he says, well, but like, what did Pop do? <laughs> you know Nothing. You make a gr- well, he did go into business with the lodges. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Damn. Never mind. Okay. Uh, they're all sinners. The reckoning is upon us. Oh, boy. That's the end of the episode. Wow. This episode, although we talked about this for a long time, yep. this episode was a waste of my time. <laughs> Ouch. That sounds harsh. I don't feel like it was a waste of my time. I just felt like compared to last two weeks ago. Here's what I'll say. It was vibrating at such a high frequency, Chris. <laughs> and then we get something like this and I'm like, I get, I understand it. Yeah. I get it. I like, I was, I had fun with the like aesthetic and the different yeah. like, you know, stories broken up into three. Yeah. But also I was like, I didn't really want this right now. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I wanted say. something different from this week. It felt messy to me. It felt a little... All like they didn't the tie it together as well in the end that they should have. Like they didn't tie it together. Like they didn't. It didn't feel as tied to the rest of the storyline. It felt almost yeah. like a one off. Like I almost it did feel like a one off. I almost wish this had been one of those episodes where it all turns out to be a dream or like it's just completely unrelated. Like you just take a break from the entire story for a week. You know what maybe would have made this better uh-huh. is this episode kind of feels like it was a Black Hood episode. Like, from his perspective, what Uh, if they hmm, had peppered this hmm. episode with the Black Hood's perspective? See, 
that would have been great right like he, you saw him watching that. everyone yeah that would have been so creepy yeah and then and it didn't have to be a lot instead of title cards do it like him making notes about these three things right just have him pop something. up in the background or even him making the phone call at the end yeah or exactly. like an extra line have been like i saw that would have been a great something way to like wrap that it where, up. You, where you were like oh he was there and he was in every story and then you feel like you need to rewatch to see who was a consistent thread between all three stories and who might right. have seen them at each place yeah they could have really really gotten like deep with this but once again you, they don't know who the black hood is probably right. so it would be hard to put someone in every story that mm-hmm. you don't know you know so yeah. i'm not sure i feel that, like- i think that would have been cool yeah, That'd have been a cool way to go. I feel like, <laughs> to use a metaphor, like they they're in the car and it's racing along the track and they're like trying to take a turn to wrap up the story. You gotta slow down for and, the turn. And they're letting the back end of the car slide out a little <laughs> bit. They're losing a little bit of control over their car and they're fishtailing. I think maybe a they just bit. wanted to do a fun episode. This was probably like That's a fun true. creative episode too. Maybe this was just like a self indulgent episode. But again, if it is a self indulgent episode, I wish they would have gone all in on right. it and That's done a good point. and not connected to the story. Wouldn't it be crazy? to see an episode that's 100% in flashback where they're always dressed as like the cartoon characters. Ooh, that would be cool. Like, wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, like, like an wish... alternate universe. What yeah. if they were good for the weekend? This could have been like a sliding doors episode. Yeah. Where everybody could have been together and it could have been like, we can make the choice to do this or we can make the choice to do this and both choices have consequences and then we see what really happened. Like the first episode of Broad City this season. Mm-hmm. Something like that where it's like, okay, you have to be good for 48 hours. How do we try to be good for 48 hours in each storyline? Because it seemed like no one had a choice. And it would have been interesting if they actually had tried to rise to this challenge because no one tried. It didn't even seem like it was a threat hanging over the episode at all. Uh, Here's my theory. I wonder if the first cut of this episode was more experimental and more like what we're talking about. The network. And they sent it to CW and the network said, oh, you can't be this far off brand. And they were like, oh, but we've already shot everything. And that created this kind of Hmm. mismatch where they had to rein in some elements, but they still were able to keep some that other elements. That would surprise me. Most of the time, as we saw with the Gilmore Girls Year in the Life on Netflix, the network does give good notes and reads oh, yeah. and shows appropriately. So, yeah, sometimes the <laughs> network can save it. Yes, um, but sometimes the network doesn't like, want to take a risk like this, Yeah, though. with a show with like a this. a new show like this, I don't know. And I feel like the trend now, I feel like Although they're making this, they're doing the Sabrina pilot, so they must have some trust in this creative team. See, that's the thing. So I don't know. And it's 2017. It's not when Gilmore Girls first came out. That was a totally different TV environment. It was. It really was. Now it's like you have to take those risks. You have to just let let your creators do whatever because you're You're competing with so you're competing with Game of Thrones. You're competing with Stranger Things. You're competing with. Orange is the New Black. Not only with that, your show is far less tied to your network than it was before. That's a good point. Like, there used to be a consistency to shows that you would watch on a certain channel. Not a huge amount of consistency. The CW still does this a, a fair amount. Yeah. With like, it, Flash, Arrow, Supernatural, right. Riverdale, Vampire Diaries, Originals, right. all that. And I think, but to me, Riverdale is a little different than those other shows. It's a little more... It's a good point. It's Unique, still kind of like it's still kind of like no show on a network could be on another network, mm-hmm. but they're not all the same right. like they once kind of were. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. So they I, all still are on brand, but they're letting mm-hmm. them their leash out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. With the definitely. Shows. Definitely. Riverdale good? Riverdale's still good. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely Riverdale's be there good. for it next week. You gotta 
Hey, if anything, I'm gonna let people have these episodes. Right, I will say you gotta experiment every now and then. It's not always gonna I'm be sure a home run. I'm sure some people loved this. You know what? That's a good. Point. I really want to see what other people are saying. Speaking of, follow us on Twitter at Casual Critic Pod. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Casual Critics Podcast, and you can always reach us at Casual Critics Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us if we're wrong. Really do let us know what you think because I'm super curious. I mean, I'll be hitting up the subreddit and everything to see what people Twitter are saying. Twitter all day. But yeah, hit us up on Twitter email us yeah. casualcriticspodcast at gmail.com next week uh lots of archie makeouts yeah um archie's in live with veronica she doesn't seem like she says it back there's a lot of crying and there's a lot of running around and fp is getting out of jail finally yeah or is he i hope he is i hope so. i hope that wasn't just a tease I feel he like it's, to been... get, it's time it's time to get him out of there i feel like it's been teased for three weeks that yeah, he's getting out really of jail has. and he's not yet there so there we go also so that's gonna happen rate it and review us on itunes helps us get the word out about yeah. the show don't rate us one star if you liked this episode <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of Riverdale. Yeah, exactly. Like, these people don't know what they're talking about. One star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very true. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you next week yes. for Varchi Makeouts and uh, whatever else is happening. Yeah. And we'll let you Lots know of if I it's love the mid-season finale because we don't know. I think we probably have another two or three. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.